Hello and welcome to the podcast. This is Shannon, your beer mistress. The professor. I'm Jason. Welcome to the Micro Brew Review. Today on episode 29, we are enjoying ourselves some Omegang. And we are leading off with the often anticipated and referenced here on the podcast Game of Thrones beer that Ian was uh, lucky enough to score. Yeah, I gotta say, it's been uh, quite an ordeal finding it. I went to my usual beer guy and said, hey, can I get some? And he's like, oh, I'm only getting in one case, and I already promised it to somebody. And I was the like, whole that case? That is outrageous. Wow. Um, so I was fortunate enough to find a single bottle. Um, I'd gone to the bottle shop in Narberth the day before and been like, hey, you, you guys have the Game of Thrones beer? And they're like, no, we're not really sure when we're going to get it. We have it, but we can't sell it yet. <laughs> and they're like, we'll right. back later. And I was like, okay. So I just happened to go in the next day, and like on the window they had like Game of Thrones beer here. And I was like, well, why didn't they tell me that yesterday? And it was like, I don't know, probably only a couple hours after they opened, and they had only one single bottle left. And oh I was my like, gosh. well, I guess I have to get it. So uh, it's called uh, the Iron Throne Blonde Ale, six and a half percent. Oh, good. So that'll be offset very nicely with the three philosophers I have to follow it up. <laughs> So why is it considered a Game of Thrones beer? Is it just they decided to do something with them? or this it, was... it is a partnership with HBO. Um, it's fully endorsed. It's not like a ripoff. Right. To... They're not just trying to sell it. Um, it doesn't really explain on the bottle what it is. But I do know that they... I don't know if they approached HBO or if HBO approached Omegang. Um, but they wanted to make some beers that were from different houses basically and reminiscent of the style of things so i so know different houses being the houses of game the of thrones Before and the Starks you open and stuff it, like that hold yeah. it up to the light look down at the bottom it looks like there's some really nice sediment in there it does appear to be the case oh love it see i i don't subscribe to that rule when they always say you know don't put a beer on its side because you don't want to that i understand because especially not when they're corked but when they're capped i think that you get some funky stuff going on in the beer when it's laying on its side, but I like to get, you did, okay, you just showed up, Sean, as it took three of us to open that (laughs) bottle. (laughs) Um, It's okay, Sean, next time, buddy. Um, I like all that stuff that's hanging out in the bottom, and I know sometimes the brewers are like, oh, no, you can't possibly, you're not going to get the same experience, but I don't know. I think it adds flavor, and I pretend that it adds vitamins. So this one's called what? The Iron Throne. This is the Iron Throne Blonde Ale, and uh, so this is the like way it was described is since there's a Lannister on the throne, and he's blonde. And well, the Lannisters are blonde, and they're gold. You know, yeah. they're right. all about money, and and they're all blonde. So. <laughs> no spoilers here. Just say. <laughs> <laughs> it smells really nice. I like right, because he's called the Baratheon in the show, right? Well, Joffrey? yes. Yeah. But he's basically his... He is a Lannister, though. Yeah, and his parents are... Whoops, spoiler. <laughs> Look, all right. You could have waited Catch more up. than 30 seconds after I said no spoilers before making a spoiler. Yeah. So they are going to do other ones. They haven't announced release dates yet or styles. But I hope that there is a, a Winterfell beer, which would be like a porter. Dark and or a stormy. Yeah. Uh, it is Omegang, so they do generally have a Belgian-style feel to them. So I'm not quite sure how they'll do that with the with like a darker beer or anything. See, but Allagash does like that. Maybe like a quad. Yeah, that's nice. Allagash has their black, which is still Belgian-inspired, but it's definitely a dark beer. I bought a couple of those today because it's my new favorite thing for a dessert beer that isn't a porter or a stout. Hmm. I like it. 
Though the head's already gone, which surprised me because when you it was so frothy when you poured it, I right. thought it would hang around longer. It's but, still there. It's just not as much. Yeah, it's not as it was very light and creamy and fluffy when he poured it, so I thought it would stay. It dissipated around. quickly though. It's nice. It's a little. At Lemony. first, when I took a sip, I thought, okay, this is a blonde. That's what I expected. But the after, after effects had a little more going on, and I liked it. Yeah, it I really nice. like it, actually. I think uh, it's you quite a nice beer. I like Omagang in general. I think they do some good stuff. So Lemony, you said? I, I got a, little a lemon off a grapefruit pith at the end. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. <laughs> citrusy. Do you want to put... It? It's a Belgian, so I... Yeah. yeah. Your favorite. <laughs> <laughs> Just it's like, not mm. a Hefeweizen. I, there you I'll go. He's really come around. He'll, he'll try almost anything that's not a Hefe. It's sort of like when... It's a coriander. I don't like anything with coriander in it. Including sausage, apparently. Oh, fennel in the sausage. Fennel's in sausage. Sorry, yeah. my bad. Ugh, fennel. Yeah, right? <laughs> right. Guess what? I'm still winning the cilantro argument, so I don't want to hear it. No, cilantro's off. So I would just like to point out that Ian is back after a... a hiatus. hiatus. I feel like it's been forever. <laughs> right. Um, but conveniently, I was jealous editing all those uh, podcasts. You wanted to snuggle the puppy too while we were no. <laughs> you wanted to yeah, snuggle Aaron. That's I, what like that. I did enjoy my my evening at Trio with Sean though, so it was nice to to hear his side of it. <laughs> uh, and his trivia that was good trivia. It too. was good trivia. It was, it? it was fun to listen to, especially because of who won that game. Of I just listened to that episode again, and it was totally a setup. He should not. I don't know why we're ringing in if we both have to answer, because then obviously <laughs> you can just steal the answer of the That's other true. person. You didn't know Porter for Washington. I could have totally scored that one. I don't remember I what you're talking the, uh, about. <laughs> I thought the presidential one, for some reason, I thought it was Red Stripe. No, Red Stripe's from Jamaica. I know. Okay. Not the Washington one. Oh. The, the Beer oh, Summit. Oh, the Beer Summit. Oh, whatever. my gosh. That was so hard. I had no idea. I, don't I thought know. I remember, because I remember when it happened. I remember reading the newspaper like the day after or whatever, and it listed all the beers that everyone had, and they were all like very generic. But there was one that I was kind of like, oh, and I, for some reason I remembered it as being Red Stripe, but clearly it was. There not. could have been more pe more than four people at the beer summit, though. Mm, I don't think there were. Oh, so can we call this a beer summit then, since there's three of us and we're drinking good beer? We're not very presidential. I'm mm. the president of my dashing rogue. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> President. I'm the president of the microphone right now. <laughs> there you that go. I'm holding. So, uh, so is there anything else that you'd like to add to two weeks with the podcast that you missed, but you got to listen to? Gee uh, whiz, you're uh, disappointed you missed the Ugandan beer episode. Not disappointed at all. I missed the <laughs> Ugandan beer. Uh, I know I have met Erin before, and she is lovely. So I'm a little disappointed. I. Missed seeing her. You said a very interesting compliment that's somewhere between lovely and lively in the way you said it. It was yes. like, lively. lively. Either way, it's a good thing, though. It is. And yes. they're both true of her, so it's good. So I thought uh, thought she did a great job. Did Sean, you think her little lightweight 80-pound self in the 4% beer was... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd love to see her on one of our normal podcasts. <laughs> We've been a little light lately, though. We have. This is only six and a half. What's the three philosophers? That one's pretty uh, high, I, I thought. I don't want to pull it out right now because it'll be loud, but okay. I think it's <laughs> 10. I'm yeah, probably just making that up. We're classing it up. We have an ice bucket today. Yeah, so our, so our beer doesn't get cold or warm. <laughs> have a little more. It's yeah, fine. I should. It's good. We were, uh, Max and I were out uh, recently, and we, we ordered a beer, and we're like, ah, it's only eight and a half. And then we're like, man, only eight and a half. <laughs> Who would have thought that we'd ever be saying that? <laughs> <laughs> Jason's face is like, oh my god. Yeah, I can't do that. 
I can't do too much of that. I could do maybe one glass of that, but I can, I've I can kind of do that all been night. Doing a lot less. Been doing a lot. And less I mean, like the eight and a half beers. It's not like I'm chugging them down. It's not like they're. You're not drinking pints of eight and a half percent beer usually. <laughs> the last the last Sunday school I was there for, which was a couple months ago now, that one was what dark and chocolatey, but that one was at least an eight and a half percent. That's why I couldn't believe they were selling me a pint for it was five or six bucks. Yeah, I guess. probably less than that even. Yeah. It's a great deal, Sunday school. <laughs> ah well. Are we gonna try out somewhere new and exciting to share with our listeners? Maybe if I uh, can't go to Tria anymore right? For Sunday school, we'll try somewhere new. <laughs> it could happen. How you been, Jason? Good. Hungry. <laughs> What's that? Yeah, yeah. I don't eat as much when you're, when you're away. So maybe that's part of the reason why I don't drink uh, as much either. Because, yeah, it hits me much, yeah. much more when I eat less. You're on an empty stomach. Yeah. And that's pretty much the only time I drink it. Because I'll eat lunch and then I'll come home and I don't eat dinner. Do you know what I learned? So if I have a beer after I've come home and not eaten for six <laughs> hours or something out. like that. Yeah. <laughs> Especially when it's a mad elf or something yeah, like that. Right. Yeah, it's, it, it could be a little rough. My undoing is not necessarily an empty stomach. I mean, that's definitely... It's a player and I, I know it. I always know it going in because I start to tingle after one beer. I'm like, oh, that's not like me. But intense exercise, especially long runs. Like if I... Oh, yeah. There's, I can never tell how it's going to affect me, but it's always. Well, you're just, you're like burning everything in your body and then you're going in like the first thing you're putting in is booze. No, I don't even mean the first, it could be, oh, I ran five miles four hours ago, but yeah, I guess maybe my metabolism's higher or something, but it usually just surprises me how, even if I eat a big dinner afterwards, it doesn't matter. Yeah. It doesn't matter. You burn the protein or whatever. Right. It's all the, all the sugar cells in there. That'll teach me to work out. Yeah, right. There's a life lesson in there somewhere. Mm-hmm. Don't swim Don't work and out. drink. <laughs> Don't swim Don't and drink. drink and swim. <laughs> yeah, right. That's funny. So no trivia this week. Probably. Shocking. Let's be honest. Probably no trivia for a while. We we've done okay. Let's not ruin a good thing. <laughs> we want to handcraft our trivia, so it's not. Uh... Yeah, it takes a little while longer. A lot while longer to create your own. From just information that's out there as opposed to uh, finding the questions already out there online. Yeah. Well, I liked that the last two times we did it, it had a theme. I think that might be a good thing to do moving forward. And mm-hmm. not just beer as a theme, but we did like the Bell stuff as a theme. And then we did the local DC um, beer and alcohol trivia, I guess. So I want to say that I am taking a vacation. I, okay, so we've talked about this a lot lately that we want to, but someone actually is moving I'm forward. I'm actually with it. going to take a vacation, and I have not really. It's been a year. Taken a real. The last vacation I went on was my buddy's bachelor party when I went to New Orleans. Almost a year ago, um, exactly. Which was yeah, almost. I think it was April. Um, so. And that like I wouldn't have chosen to do that on my own. It was just like it was his bachelor party. I couldn't not go. So I found the money, scraped it together, got a flight out there, had a great time. That's the last that thing I've done. New Orleans, though. right? New Orleans, yeah. Okay. Um, Sorry, most people think bachelor parties and they think Vegas. Vegas, right. So New Orleans is a good one, though. It was a lot of for fun. For a bachelor party. Well, and he also, he went to Tulane, as did his brother, as did one of his very close friends, who all of whom were involved in the bachelor party. So I think it made a lot of sense. I've never been there. I really want to go. I Here's the closest I've gotten. We've stayed in the French Quarter at <laughs> Disney World. 
Mm. And I was like, oh. It's, it's pretty no, much the same thing. <laughs> it's pretty much the same thing. <laughs> they had muffalata sandwiches and beignets. I mean, what else could you have? Well, in? that's kind of like saying that when I go to my stage combat workshop in Chicago and stay at the resort that has a New Orleans style theme. <laughs> they've got like a little alley with uh, balconies and stuff <laughs> inside. That's true. I went, bar. I went to a New Orleans themed casino in Vegas. So take all these things and put and them together. And you don't have anything that's like New Orleans. <laughs> Fantastic city. All right, um, fine. So I'm kind of going to what I think is New Orleans, like little sister. Um, it's Savannah. I don't see that at all. But you'll well, have to that's, tell me. I mean, from from everything I've read and seen about it, it seem it feels very New Orleansy to me. I haven't been, so I can't tell yet. Uh, but they seem to also have very lax. Uh, <laughs> drinking. <Liquor lulls. laughs> well, I think the laws are in place, but they don't seem to enforce them quite as much. Okay. Um, I saw a write-up that said they had the third best St. Patrick's Day party in the world. Wow, really? Yeah, and they were also on Travel and Leisure's top 25 beer cities in America. Oh, in, my like, God. The first two? I don't remember. Oh. It was somewhere on the West Coast. He had Savannah on the brain. He wasn't looking further than that. Yeah. Yeah, well, I just happened to see it, and I was like, oh, cool. So that's why I say it. I'm looking forward to going there and seeing what kind of interesting beers. There's a couple breweries down there. Nothing I've heard of up here. So You might have just helped me sell Jason on it because I wanted to go. When I was there, it was probably <clears throat> Schmerschmer years ago now. And Schmerschmer in this equation is about 20. Whoa. It was so pretty that they convinced Sherman not to burn it. Yeah. <laughs> wow, really? Yes. Wow. He that came, he came to town question. and they're like, they like, they came out and they're like, look, not going to fight. <laughs> Here's our guns. Just don't burn it. And he like looked around and he's like, Okay. So then he went to like Atlanta or Charleston yeah. and it was just like. <laughs> <laughs> and and that's what I remember about it. Like as a history person, as soon as I got into that city, I felt like I was 150 years ago. It just had yeah, all of that charm and that feel and that, I'm sorry, Max, I just called it charming, but it's beyond charming. that. It is, it's like oozing charm. It is so fantastic. Well, it's, it's laid out like a Roman military camp where there's a series of 24 squares and then yeah. off of those squares branch off like the streets and everything. 21 of those squares still survive today. And there's like the old historic district. It's full of mansions. They've got a really awesome cemetery. I remember the Oglethorpe Mansion. Yeah. It was beautiful. And uh, the Bonaventure Cemetery. Now, I'm tell really me looking this. forward to it. I could be completely off base, but whenever I watch Forrest Gump and I see him sitting there on a bench and like surrounded by the Southern Charm, that's the most, like, that's what I picture Savannah like. I haven't... Well, they're, they're known as the hostess city because they're just so inviting that like... Apparently, you can like almost just like walk into someone's house and they'll be like, oh, hey, can I get you some tea? <laughs> Not like, what are you doing in my house? And you're friendly enough and outgoing enough that you just might. I can see you just knocking on someone's door going, let's test this out. Oh, here's your random fact. Do you want to know what life experience I had in Savannah that I never thought possible? Yes. It is the one person, one place that I truly believe I saw a ghost. Oh, yeah. It's supposedly a very haunted city. Mm-hmm. You and really I used to give ghost it. tours, and I thought that that was a big, fat, like, crock. And Malarkey. Yet, I swore I saw a Civil War soldier ghost. And I used to live in Gettysburg and never saw a ghost. But I believed in Savannah I saw a ghost. 
Well, they awesome. are known as being pretty haunted. Yeah, so you're gonna have to tell me cool. that. You, oh, come on, go on a ghost walking tour. I think it'd be so much. Well, fun. Well, there's apparently a ghost tour where you get in a hearse and they drive you around. Ooh, that sounds fun. <laughs> Jason, you're so. I would do something like that. I, w- I think I want to. I don't. I, I don't know I that I would go to some of these normal tours. Um, like I wouldn't go on a necessarily a walking tour or something like that. But if you include some neat things you never do, like her hearse ride. I in went, addition to that. I went on a um, when I was there in the the carriage like the horse and carriage on the cobblestone streets that was really cool i liked that a lot what i'm hiding here is that i went on a girl scout trip that's why i was there because well, juliette gordon low was from yeah Havana, the, the, she created she, the girl scout yes she did i, I even know too. a song i learned about it. so much about it mostly because i read midnight in the garden of good and evil is that where it was which is a good book <laughs> but it's also just like hey go to savannah it's awesome <laughs> what is this book bar, about is i it? actually don't know uh it's about it's based on a true story. I don't. I think it's more historical fiction, though. The book um, about a murder that happened in the eighties. Nineteen eighties. Yes, the nineteen eighties. So very recently, but like from reading the book, you feel like you're in the seventeen eighties, just like from the descriptions of everything, except for like they're driving cars and whatnot. Um, so it just felt like this very old city, and it was a, a prominent new money guy killed. Some other guy claimed it was self-defense and it had to go to like four different trials because it kept getting a mistrial and finally they had to take it to another place, another uh, city far away because everyone had heard about it. And so there was no impartial jury out there. Everyone had an opinion and everyone was talking about it. Um, So then finally he was uh, dubbed not guilty of murder. uh, Was he truly not guilty? Spoiler. I mean, nobody really knows. It's a mystery to us, too. Yeah. It's a, a real-life mystery, murder mystery, basically. Uh, and the facts never really came out. Neat. It was a good so, book, I'm guessing? It's a great book. And uh, it, Mostly because it was like, Savannah's really awesome. So There may or may not be a murderer here, but Savannah's pretty well, awesome. Well, he died. <clears throat> you really are. We're full of spoilers today. Yeah. Yeah, this is it terrible. Was, yeah. It's also been out for a long time, and there was a movie. So if you haven't watched it, then... Bad on you. That's your fault. <laughs> How long of a drive is it to get down there? Uh, it'll DC? take about eight hours from here. That's, well, that's not, not bad, bad at all. Coming back will be worse when it's 11 hours because i got to get to Philly. Right. That's true. That's why he wanted to come south first. He didn't really want to visit. True. <laughs> <laughs> if it weren't for the beer fest. Yeah. He's like, oh, beer fest, podcast, and a place to sleep that breaks up my drive that doesn't cost me anything? Guess okay. I might. <laughs> That should be next week's podcast, right? Beer Fest podcast. Yeah, it should be a good time. Yeah. Ask me again afterwards, but. <laughs> we still have to figure out how we're going to get there. I know. We'll see. We should get a taxi service. That sounds like a terrible Limo. idea. <gasps> or a hearse. <laughs> Might be cheaper or to get a hearse. Have, like the funeral thing and we can go through all the red lights. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> oh. oh, that's so bad. No? I. Yeah. Oh, well, you're not supposed to do that, right? I think so. I don't know. Is that how you got to your prom on time? Like, my prom? You didn't... <laughs> Why would I that be late to my prom? <laughs> like, did you just flash all the lights and pretend you were in a funeral? Mm-hmm. No. I, well, I was trying to think of an occasion for which you would need a limo. Anytime. My oh. birthday. That's Well, okay. So we rode the short yeah, bus for your birthday. you went back to prom, huh? Yeah, I went back to prom. prom. Well, he's not married, so Prom's he never had go-to. a wedding. I, I drove a pickup truck to my prom because I grew up in the country. We did a, a party bus for our prom because there were so many of us. And then it was taking us down to the shore afterwards. Yeah, I remember you telling me that. So, 
Whereas yeah, for your birthday, there were too many of us, and so we rode a short bus. Yeah, whatever. It was hilarious. We didn't have to drive. No. Was it a yellow school bus, or how no. did that work? It was a no, but it bus. looked just it was... like it, but white on the outside. Yeah, it was like one of those. Like a missionary bus. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Only we stumbled out of it, and not missionaries. Yeah. <laughs> we pulled up to the sushi place, and it was like. You're kind of a beer oh, did they let then? the kids out of the penitentiary today yeah we all stumbled out and then like the last person out brought like two cases of wine it's just <laughs> like all right let's party <laughs> come and get us in a couple hours yeah don't they do something like that in norway it's not their equivalent of spring break or something like that where they just pull a whole bunch of party buses together and for a week you just go nuts on the party bus I've sounds awesome no never rules. heard of this yeah. but i'm intrigued yeah why have you never offered like to take me to norway <laughs> <laughs> i think it's something kind of similar to that i mean it's not you know it's it's their spring break type thing but well, yeah, I need spring... to get more information. I totally, I don't remember it's too much It's spring break that. time now. I feel like spring break is getting more and more crazy. Like, more and more people are just dying on spring break. Do you know what I did on are spring really? break? Yeah. I haven't been hearing this. Usually What's I happening? would come home and get a job so I had something to do in the summer. So I had a week fat job. And if I already had a job, then I'd work for a week so I had money to go back and spend <laughs> at school. You had a very exciting childhood of riding pickup trucks <laughs> and applying for jobs. On spring break. On spring and break. watching the buggies ride by. Yeah, that's yeah. about that's about right. Yeah. Did you like race the buggies with your bicycle sometimes? <laughs> oh, oh. Bikes bikes are a really touchy <laughs> subject oh, for me. You don't, you don't bicycle, do you? No. You can, you just don't enjoy it. Uh, I've seen you. Shannon likes to put the gears into the maximum possible gear and then try and go uphill because she thinks that that's the right thing to do as opposed to lowering the gear. Torque and I did not get along. Let's yeah. just put it that Generally, way. the more resistance, the less resistance you want on the bike. There's a reason that when I was a kid, I always had the coaster bike that they, you know, people ride at the shore. That's what I rode all. Break. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. That's what I wrote. Those I'm... are actually pretty much just shore bikes. Okay. Everything's well, flat. For the record, I won the bicycle rodeo at school on one of those monsters. A rodeo? What, does that mean you like sat on it the longest? <laughs> you like that one, huh? <laughs> the bicycle rodeo? My mother has a picture of me on the front page of the paper. <laughs> and I am on this bike that all of the neighbor kids made fun of me for because it was like the Pee Wee Herman bike where the they get stolen. The things we tell our kids things. to make them feel special. <laughs> right? Okay, so the best part is it was like 1988, so I have bleach blonde hair that my mother has permed for me. And pre-LASIK, I had like the biggest blue glasses that are sitting down on my nose. So I am on the back of this bike, my tongue is like so out of my like mouth. So like a pity win? you like a puppy? <laughs> Meanwhile, I won. You're welcome. I still don't know what winning means. <laughs> okay, yeah. it means it means that there's permanent really? proof of that because you got your photo taken, which is losing. <laughs> if, yeah, I was gonna say if we look at this photo, are we really gonna think that you won at anything? <laughs> no. You're gonna wonder why you're still my photo. friend 20 years later. Can we like put a post it up on Facebook on a Thursday for a throwback Thursday? <laughs> <laughs> um, a bicycle rodeo was put on by AAA. Uh, because we, we were in elementary school and they wanted to make sure we were riding our bikes safely. Though this was pre-bike helmet requirements, so we were all riding around without bike helmets. But um, <laughs> Very safe. <laughs> you had to prove, well, first off, there was a written test. This is how you know I did well. Um, there was a written test on, like, the laws of bicycles, and then you had to, it was, like, six different obstacle courses that you had to go through. What is a safe following distance for a bicycle in front of you? One bicycle length? <laughs> two two bicycle, bicycle lengths? lengths? 
or four. Okay, well, do you know what the hand signal is for I'm going to stop now or I'm going to turn right now? Pedal backwards. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I thought they have brake lights, don't they? Turn That's signals. also how you get the mileage to come off of right. the bicycle. So. Just pedal yeah. backwards for a while. Yeah. You guys are all fired. <laughs> She's Next present. week's she episode is <laughs> Severe Mistress Monologues. It's going to be like this drunk rant. Back in 1988. <laughs> when I was the bicycling champion also, of now the buggies. Would, now would be a good moment <laughs> to say, buggies. hey world, just my two cents. LASIK is worth it. <laughs> Paid for by Dr. Smurfman. <laughs> just needed to get that out there. And when, when and if you ever, ever see that photo, you will agree that it was... Money well spent. Just hearing about it, I'm pretty sure I can agree. <laughs> Thankfully, I've been blessed with beautiful, perfect eyes and teeth. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> no Actually, braces, no glasses. That's when, that's when his parents asked him what on earth he was thinking because the first time I went to visit his house at like a college break, he showed me a cast of his oh my bad God. teeth. This story does not need to be told. <laughs> <laughs> Um, that was I, one of the first things I did. Yeah. And that's how we knew. It was like, oh, you, hey, this she is my house. Hey, do you want to see my room? And it wasn't like, hey, how about some makeout time? It was, look, <laughs> you got to see my old teeth. <laughs> His parents got home from work and they were like, do you like this girl? What did you just do? <laughs> yeah, that story did not need to come out. <laughs> that, that only gets trumped by my friend who was on a first date like way back in high school and they watched Clockwork Orange. <laughs> I don't. You're laughing, but I don't know what Clockwork Orange is. Oh, Clockwork Orange is like this terrible, like rapist thing. And like this guy invited this girl that I know over, and he's like, "Hey, you want to come over and watch a movie?" And it's like, it's first of all, it's like a three-hour-long movie, and it's all about (coughs) just like awful ultra violence and like rape and stuff. (laughs) That's the movie he put on. And also, the lead actor of that is a guy that I don't remember the name of, but he became very influential and famous in a lot of sci-fi movies. Yes. Oh, what's his name? What's his name? He's been in some other stuff. I'm going to IMDB it. Yeah, okay. but we can't do it now because we have a rule. We do have a rule. Jason likes rules. Okay, here's the problem. I, I like to break rules. Uh, I just admitted to my childhood story, and we just brought up an embarrassing Jason childhood story, so you know that puts you on the X now. And it you know and what's and really you can't good say about that me, it was though, the Stanley is Kubrick. I'm pretty good about deflecting. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, bluntly, apparently. <laughs> not so subtle, though. Not gonna lie, not so subtle. Uh, I'm just, I'm, I'm very good at redirecting attention. There was a. No, no story over. No, no, I have to tell a story. <laughs> real no, quick. nothing else is so coming up unless time, it's embarrassing about you. There was this time where I, uh, I took, a, I went to a basketball game or a baseball game. Um, not embarrassing. My neighbor came with me. Also not embarrassing. No, it wasn't embarrassing. And we were heading out there, and my dad was like, "Yo, make sure you buy Bill a beer." Uh, I was like 20 at the time, or 19, I think, home from college, and it was like after Easter we had tickets for a game, so it's probably a basketball game, I guess. Um, so Maybe we, a little we go more. To the, we go to the stadium, and the joke was that I looked old enough that I could buy a beer, and he's like, go make sure you buy Bill a beer. So we go up to the bar, and I was like, yeah, you know, there's a great little area over here, let's go buy some beers. So he ends up telling my mom this, and my mom is like, she's like, Ian, Bill told me that you bought a beer at the stadium. And I was like, Mom, what are you talking about? <laughs> I was like, first of all, you know Bill. Bill is like the biggest liar ever. 
Oh Bill, my gosh, you're horrible. Bill is the man that promised his daughter a pony for years and years <laughs> and years. Now, does she have a pony? No, she doesn't have a pony. And so I never, I never came out and said I never, I did not buy Bill a beer. But all I did was cast doubt on his moral standing and character. <laughs> and in the end, she believed me. <laughs> Should have been a lawyer. And it never came up again. <laughs> Guess what? You Your mom follows us on Facebook. I can totally admit to her now what happened. Oh, no, she knows. She came out later, oh, once okay. I was like 25. Your mom is so innocent, though. I feel bad that you... Why? Are, why? She's so nice. Why would you lie to your mom? doesn't mean she's innocent just because she's nice. Oh. Well, maybe she plays up the nice <laughs> so that I want to be honest with your mom. Ooh. <laughs> House of Cards. Really recommend that show. The Southern accent. Oh, somebody... Uh, that's the Kevin Spacey one, yeah. right? Yeah. A lot of he people have been talking about that. He plays the most charming Southern gentleman, Frank Underwood. Jason's a little sensitive about his Southern accent. Okay. You have a southern accent? Is this more embarrassing stories about Jason? Apparently, this that. is a very embarrassing story episode. This is like after after school special special episode from back in the '90s because they don't really have your mistress anymore. does. Yeah. Uh, so I can't believe I'm going to do this. So when, back when we were in theater, which is how Shannon and I met back in college. Um, we were in college, guys. We Go to school, look what can happen to you. Cat on a Hot Tin Roof, which uh, require, doesn't require, but usually southern accents are involved. As it takes place in the south, it's kind of integral. Well, one of the things that people don't really think about is that there is a male southern accent and there is a female southern accent. I do declare. I had yeah. the easy job. My family is from North Carolina, so I knew how to speak with a southern accent. Right, and my my family is kind of from all over the place, but uh, my dad's Nowhere side south is of southern the Virginia, <laughs> so southern Virginia has uh, you know the southern accent and all that. Well, when I try and reach back to southern accent, apparently I pull out the female side of southern accent, because a female southern accent sounds kind of like this, but it sounds really weird coming from a guy. <laughs> Like his grandma. I think he was just channeling right, his grandma. Right, you're just channeling like the female right. influences in your right. life. Yes. So uh, that just happened, and um, so okay. I'm probably not going to get Too a job. Two stories about that. After this, anywhere else. <laughs> First, uh, so I was Maggie, and he was Brick, and it's one of my absolute, absolute favorite shows. Um, and it was a really good time. He thankfully, like, I had a talk about spring break. So I had a week to learn all of the lines, and if you ever open a script of Cat on a Hot Tin Roof, it's more a lot of them. Yeah, the Mama. first the first act is nothing but Maggie half naked, changing in the because you know one of the little monsters got her all dirty. So that first off, I thought of the that monsters recently. Monsters are kids. There, yeah, sorry. That, let's not make this show more interesting than it is. <laughs> <laughs> there are no monsters in Cat on a Hot Tin Roof. So Jason spends like the first third of the first act off stage, just yelling one or two words at a time, pretending he's in the shower. And um, man, I would forget those lines. I'd be like, I'm just gonna take a nap. <laughs> Wake me up when it's my line. We get to the end of the first act, and I'm like up on the bed and acting out and doing this whole thing and on the last night that we were doing the dress rehearsal he tries to we're in an abusive relationship this is not a spoiler alert of cat on the hot tin roof just right. watch the liz taylor in version. cat on a hot tin roof it's an abusive relationship yes, sorry sorry Let's maggie be extraordinarily and clear maggie and brick are in an abusive relationship <laughs> yeah. and so i don't know shannon's always got bruises <laughs> <laughs> because I try to ride my bike and it ends badly. <laughs> it's because you, you can't see anymore <laughs> without your big blue glasses. The bruises are from the weight of the glasses <laughs> on her nose. Yeah. It is not a black eye. It's a black nose. Thank you very much. So I'm up on the bed and I'm flipping out and having my diva Liz Taylor moment. 
and Jason is supposed to throw his crutch at me and I duck out of the way only it was like 1230 at night and we were doing our final dress rehearsal and I did not duck fast enough and well I I'm also supposed to throw clocked. it like I was gonna say that sounds like poor stage combat <laughs> technique if I had to be perfectly yeah, honest I was supposed to throw it behind her but I did not have good aim <laughs> Crutches, crutches are much more difficult they're to not throw. Not dynamic. No, no. They, they also kind of have that big radius. <laughs> so that was a nice little concussion at twelve thirty at night. Yeah, he was. And then you couldn't were, go to bed. We had just okay, started so, dating, and he's like, yeah. "I'm taking you home, and you're not going to sleep." So a little piece of I've trivia. I told girls that before. <laughs> you, you are allowed to go to sleep if you get a concussion. That really? Is a, that is a. Uh, I thought we said no trivia this time. I know. Yeah, that's that is a myth. It's actually a good thing to go to sleep because it allows your brain to uh, heal heal itself. Yeah. Rest a little bit. Yeah. I like sleep. They're, they're, they actually say like you feel tired. You're supposed to go to sleep after something like that. It's it's is, a natural. So thing. do you think it's because back in the day they thought you wouldn't wake back up, or why is it? Well, the... there were probably some people that died anyhow when they got hit really hard, and they're like, right. oh, it must. Be it could they be went that something. Bed. Yeah, you would have probably died anyway. It's just that people associated the sleeping. Like dying. Liam Neeson's wife. What happened? She was skiing and she hit a tree and then she was fine and then she was dead. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know. An that. awful story, and I feel bad for laughing. Was this before <laughs> or after Love Actually? After, oh my God! Because his, yeah, I think after. his wife passes away in the movie. Yeah, or has passed away in the movie. Yeah. I don't know why I went there. It's a good movie, though. It, it is, is a good movie. It's really I good was movie. Gay. <laughs> <laughs> See, okay, so when I point but the female these things out, accent isn't. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Jason. <laughs> that was like the only moment that Ian has been even a little embarrassing this episode. Yeah. That doesn't even count because it's a good movie. You want to label her, and you love, love actually. I got so much stuff I need to label. So how is the labeling going to work? That's one of the things. I Well, just like the date I put it away, or the date I should take it out, or like, hey, this is bourbon bacon, not your Eagle Rare, even though it's in an Eagle Rare bottle right now. Well, and the other thing is, what we've talked about is a, a bunch of the beers that we drink are supposed to be aged, but if you read the side of the bottle, it depends on how long they should be aged. Some of them have a maximum cutoff, like you should have it between two and three years. Don't wait five, it's not going to be pretty. So we talked about getting a labeler that says, you know, like, almost like an expiration a date. Right. Or drink between, you know, drink between 2015 and 2016 or something like that. Because <clears throat> when I was just having, like, the case as a mad elf, it wasn't a big deal, because that's what I would... That's what I started aging first. So I have three in my basement right now, and I just put like a on with magic marker. I just wrote on it and said, you know, it's from this year. It's from this year. It's from this year. But now I'm I have like the Bourbon County Bourbon Barrel aged uh, stout down there. I've got some of those uh, Russian Imperial stouts down there. I just picked up Do you have three bottles of Firestone Walker 16 year anniversary. Oh, that was so. Oh good. my God, it's so good. And I also got a bottle of the. Firestone Walker barley wine. It's called the Succuba. That and sounds dirty. Well, I think it's supposed to be like succubus. succubus. Also sounds dirty. Right. <laughs> well, it does. They are dirty. They're vulgar, evil women that come to you and have sex dreams with you and then kill you. What? Really? I had you through A and B, but you lost me at C. Yeah. Okay. The killing part? Yeah, the killing part. I'm okay with that. Yeah, they would, they, it was like these creatures that would visit your dreams and they were always like attractive women that would sleep with you and then you never would wake up. You'd just die. That's but you'd die happy. I guess. I'm going to go with the bright side. I wouldn't complain. Okay. You wouldn't complain because you'd be dead be and dead. couldn't complain. <laughs> Not much room for complaining then, is there? Uh, but th that's a barley wine that I really want to... Oh, it was so good. <laughs> it was a little... It was really good. You just I had a over, moment over I there. I brought it over to Cousin Max's the other day. I was like, Max, I brought you a present. And it was really a mutual present. Wow. 
They're all in the family. Didn't you know that? Yeah. So I kind of think of uh, the Game of Thrones woman who... Cersei? Births... No, the one that births the demon thing. Melisandre. Oh. Yeah, yeah. that's kind of... That's not my favorite plot line. Kind of brings it back, right? They could do one of those. Is she a one-off in the books or series? Or are there a lot of you people like her? read all the books. At least once. She's one of the priests of Mir. Mir? Thier? I don't know. One of the fire... Fire priests. You can't but there say are Mer, multiple. Then she of them. sounds like she's related to Schmirchmer. Yes, there are multiples. They're they're basically kind of Catholics in the book. <laughs> what? <laughs> Why? Well, because Wait. the god that they worship is like the one god and it's the sun god. Um, so like sun, son of you know, Jesus is the sun. Um, I think there's a lot of parables. I might just be making these up though. He's saying this because he was raised Catholic. But it's Catholic. like, it's it's like you cannot worship any other god besides this one. So they're right. very... That's not just Catholic, like early That's Catholic. a lot of religions. Well, they're religions like early and... kill you Catholics. Oh. If you think otherwise. <laughs> early kill you Catholics. Yeah, that's... Okay. Mm-hmm. I need that on a embroidered on a baseball There's, cap. Um, have, you've read the first one, right? No. Oh, you haven't read it? No, I've we only seen We started reading yeah. them. Well, if you've seen the first season, there's a, a melee battle and there's a dude with swords on fire. Yes. He is a priest of that same person. But he's like a big fat guy who doesn't really believe. So he so gets flaming swords. Since his he flaming play? swords are not real. Aww. Wait, what? How does that work? They are on fire, but they're not through the power of his god. Oh, he lights so them it's on real fire, fire essentially. Fire. Oh, okay. With like uh, the the dragon fire stuff. Oh, yeah, see. that's really cool. <clears throat> I liked I liked the way they did those effects. So. Uh, so yes, there are more than one of her. She does exist. I think that'd be a fun throughout multiple books fun as well. Beer. So are we going to strategize as to what they, what types of beer each family should have? Or, I mean, keeping it in the Game of Thrones theme of this uh Well, I really do think that episode. we need to keep it in the... I'm so behind, though, because... Well, I'm not even behind so much. I haven't read the books. I really, really like the show. I've seen season one and season two. But it's been... All right, well, let's go, with, been our, how long let's since... go with our food pairing knowledge, then. Okay. Because we have... The Tullys, who is uh, Stark's wife, yes. Catelyn. Yes, I like uh, her. They they are a fish people, so they so can something have light. a kind of beer. Something fish light. sticks. Fish, fish sticks. sticks. Fish sticks isn't a beer. <laughs> and if it is, it sounds pretty gross. You can pair <laughs> the, the fish sticks. Beer ever. Pairing fish sticks. That's <laughs> a challenge. St. Paul's meet St. Pauli. That just happened. Yeah. I think some sort of like pale ale or something. Yeah. Uh, the Starks, they're very, like, winter venison. Yeah, I can see. Bear, That's exactly what I think yeah. of. Stuff like that. So it would be a uh, rumbly so a porter. porter yeah. or, a, or a stout. Um, I don't know. I feel more portery because they wear all those layers. And to me... I think porter, too. Porter is, like... But again, just, I think that we need to go with, like, a Belgian theme here. Because Omegang really only does They are Belgian gonna always beers. have that. So a Belgian porter. Hmm. I'm intrigued. Could happen. I'm then sure. Why, uh, why do they pretty much only do Belgians? It's just what they just, do. It's their market. It's kind of like Allagash does, like American, American Belgians. Belgians. They do more. I think it, on the bottle here it says part of the Duval family. So I don't know really? if they're maybe they owned were bought? by Duval as like a separate brand. Like you know, what is Duval? Hondas and uh, oh, Jace, you're turning into Aaron this episode. <laughs> yeah, what is Duval? Duval is a fine Belgian ale. Is it one of the six? Um, mm, I don't think it's a Trappist, if that's Okay, what you mean. yes. It's better when you finish my thoughts, because if I have to say them all myself, it could take a while. I don't think it's one of the Trappists. I okay. could be wrong, though. Uh, 
So I don't know. Yeah, Duval is a good if you're out at a bar and you see They'll Duval, usually have but you don't know what bottle. else. Yeah, it's a small bottle, right? It's like squat, like the Brigand was. Yes. Yeah. Brigand is a beer that we will review someday. It's the one that has Ian's face on the bottle. Shooting a bow. <laughs> it's not actually your face, though, right? No, that but awesome. It really looks a lot like him. <laughs> Wait, hold on. More so when I'm bearded. Full beard? It said full beard. I don't yeah. remember. It's like the the shallow full beard. Meaning like well-trimmed, which you don't like to do? Yes. Okay. Um, oh, did I get rid of it because it was pretty awful? She's looking for the Duval, the I, Brigand. No, I'm looking for the Brigand. <clears throat> no, I got rid of it. It wasn't particularly tasty. Although I remember I had a fresher one and you I did. liked it much more. I, if it, <clears throat> there's a review online. Go to dashingrogue.com and do the beer reviews. And A, there's a picture so you can see Ian's face on the bottle. And um, B, there's really a review space. that is not the right. kindest review you will ever hear. But I do think, because if, good grief, sorry. If you go online, you'll see that the reviews are very mixed for Brigand. But what I have noticed is it's better when it's fresh. But I don't think it's super popular because people have just not heard of it. It is imported. It's a Belgian. Um, overall, if people say not nice things about it, it's because it was an older bottle. And the bottle I had when I wasn't so impressed was older. So... 9.7. I was close when I said 10. Yeah, I thought 10. <clears throat> I, it was back in the day, actually... This could be a good style for the Starks. They did some sort of interesting quad. For the Starks or for the Tullys? For the Starks. Really? It's a, it's a darker Belgian style. You don't really have Belgian porters, is my point. No, you don't. So. What style technically is Allagash Black, though? I think it's a black IPA. Mm. Have we done the, this before? The Three Philosophers. Do you know when you've had Three Philosophers? <clears throat> I think I can tell you the last time you had Three Philosophers. When was that? The day after Christmas, 2009, when yeah, we went sorry. to the World Cafe Live Only beer. Only your memory was always this good. If it's a food or beer memory, it's more likely to be remembered than if it's like a <clears throat> cleaning my kitchen memory. beers you had with it. That's true. But Jason Thank was a you. philosophy major, so he really likes philosophy, and he waited in line <laughs> for a good long time to try Three Philosophers, and he was disappointed. That being said, I think his beer palette is much that's developed. Cool. It's a beer that's grown on me. Rich Lee loves it. <clears throat> what is it that I didn't like about it? I just I think it was a little... Po now, that's the night you found Mad Elf for the first time. That's true. And it could have just been that it was so different than that epi like epiphany that you it had. It smells very sweet. Yeah. Well, it's a quad. Oh, that was Ice Bucket. <laughs> that was Ice Bucket. <laughs> <laughs> we don't need articles in our, word, in our sentences, do we? I'm so disappointed that I don't have... Okay, so some things never change. Is it too sweet? All right, what don't you like about it? Mm -hmm. It's like figs. It's actually an ale it brewed like with cherries. Fig. It's oh. just like Mad Elf, actually. I heard him say, I heard him say <coughs> it tastes like a face. I was like, do you go around licking people's faces? <laughs> he said fig. Don't you? <laughs> it tastes like a fig. I like figs. They're very... Christmassy. So it was the right thing to bring to a winter beer festival then, right? Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, it's got some uh, some figgy puddingness going on. I could see if you were to pour this over uh, ice cream or something like that, that might be a really nice... Ice cream. I remember when I Write met you. <laughs> the vanilla it. with it would go really well. When I met you, you really liked Belgian triples, but you said don't don't even buy me a Belgian quad. Well, the quads tend to have that raisiny thing that I don't like so much. Yeah. Well, raisins. Raisins, figs. They're all... Dried fruit. Currants. Yeah, they're yeah. all... Just a flavor I don't really enjoy. Um, I am coming around 
As I am on fish, I don't like to admit it, but I'm starting to detest these things less. <laughs> hey, I'll take it. I don't I'll think I can ever say even even Apple products. I don't hate as vehemently. I wonder if it's what because I'm melon? just getting older. No, melon is awful. Thank you. Oh, good. I was a little worried that you weren't you weren't the Ian I met years ago. Um, oh, I thought you meant the technology, the Apple computers. No, I did, I did mean those. Oh, you yeah. did mean that. I, I am. I've always been very opposed Apple to technology, them. but melon the fruit. Melon the fruit. Yes. I, was like, I just didn't know. I didn't know. That? Yeah, where the leap happened here. It was the second thing we bonded over. It's just things over. I hate. Our hatred of melon. Melon. Melon, raisins, and apple. And fish. Apple the product. Fish the f- not right. stick. Lots of foods and one product. <laughs> Sorry. More confusing than it should have been. But anyhow, I'm becoming more tolerant of these things in my old age, which is very different than how most people age when they just become less tolerant of Jason won't things. go to a movie anymore. Yeah. Is that because people are always talking? Yes, and they're always like eating something, and they, nobody thinks about other people that want to be immersed. Well, that's in the just movie. a general problem also, of our society: is people don't. As think three actors, we know that there's always that old woman in the front row who needs to open her candy right in the middle of the second act, and you're like, "Just open it and be done," because the longer you try to right. do it quietly, <laughs> we can all hear you. Like it's awful. Um, and it always looks better at home anyway, too, when you have a nice, uh, or a decent TV, you know. And when you're, you're not paying $9 for popcorn. Right. I don't buy popcorn. I don't either, but. 30-year-old woman, I have never paid for popcorn or a soda. Ever? No. Well, at a movie theater. At a movie theater. Right. Ever? Ever. I've had it maybe three times, and usually because I got a free coupon for like, oh, are you booked with Fandango? Here's a free small popcorn, or whatever. I've never gotten free stuff from Fandango. Oh! What? You should hang out with me more. People love to give me free stuff. Uh, well. They <laughs> <laughs> do. I got free cake on my birthday. <laughs> oh, at Barclay. Yes. Yeah, I remember. You told that story. I love that story. I want to tell it every day. <laughs> Free red velvet cake. Oh, it was really good, too. My sister got I know. red velvet cheesecake. I tried to serve it to you for breakfast the next day. Yeah, I wasn't ready for it. I had to wait. By the time I had it, it was admittedly a little stale, but still delicious. Still a good memory. It was. Tied in with a little crust around the edges. Your sister. Go on. I'm sorry. Uh, my sister got a free I cake as well. We went to a hibachi place, and they brought out a little, uh, tiny little cake for her to eat. And they sang to her, which was completely offbeat. It was one of the worst. Yeah, It was... That. She was... I don't think I've ever seen her as red as she was that day. Because everybody <laughs> in the restaurant turned around and looked at her and, you know, started singing and all that. And she was mortified. We did that when... So um, I was happy to be her brother. I went, to, <laughs> I went to Louisville with a big Louisville. group of... Uh, Mormons. Anti-drug kids in high school. Oh, so you I mean like the so, worst people ever. So geeky. Okay. <laughs> They're all stoners now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I am not. Statistically, they actually much. did find that. Okay. <laughs> like, dare actually causes more. Anyway, they just introduced you to all these things and, like, so this one's really cool. And, I mean, bad. <laughs> <laughs> you should never do pot because it's really mild and it's not really a gateway drug. And it's I mean, barely illegal. I mean, okay. It's going to be I legal. Tell my story, in the next please? Years. Okay, wait. I have another story that fits in here really well. And then, then yes. So I'm they have a really funny video on, uh, they just showed on the soup, I guess, the Joel McHale show. And, uh, yeah, I guess that Spring Break movie that's coming out, something right. like that. Yeah. There's a 40-year-old director. Yeah, Spring Breakers. Uh, the director is 40 years old, and he's married to a 26-year-old. And uh, he's describing how he met her. And he's like, oh, yeah, 10 years ago. I mean, I mean, eight years ago when I met her. <laughs> uh, it was like, good save, but still creepy because we know you actually meant 10 years. <laughs> good save, but it was recorded, and so we know that <laughs> yes. you were. That's yeah. like, what's her name? Uh, Stajan? 
That's a horrible name. Who is this person? Uh, Hopefully not a porn star. That's terrible. No, she's the... She was like 16 and met and married this guy who was on like Survivor or something. She's like 18 now, barely. Dear Ian, worst story ever. Love, Shannon. Whatever. Whatever. Other people know what I'm talking about. I've been so mean today. (laughs) She's in fighting form. (laughs) Okay, so this trip to Louisville, the... Food at the the um, hotel was terrible, so we all got on a bus, and the bus driver took us to whatever the state is that borders Kentucky. <laughs> I don't know. There we are a couple. The north to the north. <laughs> we were really excited because we left the state to go to dinner. Anyway, we went to Buca de Beppo. Oh, we were in the back. Oh, that's a vast improvement. <laughs> okay, it was really really fun. I was sixteen. Really 16, not fake 16. Okay, Um, so we took over the back room and we ordered a ton of food family style and it got just absolutely... Pretty sure that's how they serve it at Buku de Beppo. Look at you admit to eating at a chain. Oh no, I just... it was His face, he looks so hurt. Did you see that? It's across from Jose Pistola. It is, you're right. I know my enemy. (laughs) So we're in the back and... I was I was getting very embarrassed because I was one of the presidents of this group of misfits and it was just getting very unruly and out of hand and they started doing like freeform karaoke. Can, can I pause real quick? Yes. And by misfits you mean anti-drug straight edge kids <laughs> and by out of control you mean like karaoke and shenanigans, yes. not like they were drinking wine. Correct. Okay, continue. <laughs> Just wanted to be clear. For the record, my mom was there, so I was even chaperoned. And so um, you were chaperoned. <laughs> you were the chaperone being chaperoned. Yeah. Uh, at one point, they Story egged me on. Better and better. <laughs> and I did. I stood up, and my mom made me because I had just gotten the one of the leads. She made you do your uh, bike rodeo dance. <laughs> <laughs> no, I did. I'm just a girl who can't say no from Oklahoma. And at this time, the uh, manager walked in and I was like, oh, okay, my life is over. I am so embarrassed right now. And I was waiting to get yelled at. And instead he... Did he, he free cake? Uh, no, he put in some requests for us to sing and they were all pop songs, so I didn't know them because I only know country music and oldies. Um, but after that, he's like, this was so much fun. I'm so glad you guys came. By the way, Table 13 is having an anniversary. Will you come sing to them? <laughs> so there's like 40 of us who surround this romantic little table of two. We and wish we were like, you a happy anniversary. <laughs> what? What are we singing? <laughs> what does one sing? And they, and they end it with it, and don't do drugs. <laughs> <laughs> I see you're drinking wine. <laughs> it's a gateway That's drug. Bad. <laughs> Dear Shannon, not much better than Ian's story. Love everybody ever. Yeah. <laughs> My story's over now, Courtney. <laughs> That's her first name. <laughs> okay. Courtney what? Stodgen or something. It sounds like know. Sturgeon. All I think of is a fish when you fish say... Fish with roe. Yeah. There's a song at the Ren Fair. Caviar comes from a virgin sturgeon. I don't know how I feel you about that. You don't even that. know how to respond. If I was a bear, I'd be excited. If I were a bear, I'd be excited. Sorry, Nora. Oh, she's really... Nora's definitely the grammar police. I probably make her twitch all the time because I make up grammar on the fly. You can't make up grammar. <laughs> That's exactly the point. It's a set of rules that one must follow. Jason likes rules. He's probably better about that. See, but they change those rules, like back when we were in high school. The comma and thing? That's a really touchy subject for me. The Oxford comma. Oh, man. We had a great conversation about that, Nora and I, the other day. Yeah. Nora and I? Yes. Nora? Did we get that one right? All right. So... (laughs) She's screaming, no! (laughs) God dang I thought we were over this. Okay, so tell me more about the Oxford comma. I'm intrigued. Well, it's just about how you end a list. 
some people think that you don't need to put a comma before the final end. Before the final end. Yeah. And some people think you do. And uh, or not even if there is an end. If you're doing a list, it's weird. It's like separately comma. At work, we get accolades whenever we can start a sentence with separately comma. Separately. Not very good at it yet, but give Isn't me that just time. like saying secondly. Yeah, kind of. Secondly, but not related to yeah. Right. Also worth noting, but not necessarily related. I didn't put a semicolon here. I put a separately comma. A separately comma. Yeah. Anyhow, so there's a great song by Vampire Weekend called Oxford Comma. Really? Yes. I'm and intrigued. it's who gives a beep about an Oxford comma. So is the Oxford comma with before the end or not? It's it's the Oxford comma is the is more commas. Okay. Okay, I gotcha. What is your thought on this? So Nora... We're having a grammar discussion Nora, on the beer podcast? <laughs> Nora yes. gave a good really? example, and I, I want to make sure I phrase it right, but it's, it's like the difference between saying, I brought uh, my mom, my dad, the strippers, Hitler, and Stalin to a party. And... And the so, dare kids. So one, no, one of those, one of those <laughs> the is... The dare kids, I get it. That's one funny. of those is bringing five people to the party, but with the right comma structure... It's, I brought my mom, I brought my dad, I brought some strippers, I brought Hitler, and I brought Stalin. If you do it the other way, it's, I brought my mom, I brought my dad, I brought the strippers, Hitler and Stalin. Right. So Hitler and Stalin are the strippers. Oh, I getcha. Okay. Right? I am an advocate of more commas. So <laughs> That's my way, two cents on that. <laughs> so my argument back to her was, so basically the Oxford comma makes things less awesome. <laughs> because <laughs> having... Having Hitler and Stalin, Stalin strippers, strippers is way cooler than having Hitler and Stalin at your party. <laughs> That'd probably just be a scary party. <laughs> I'd rather have stripper Hitler and stripper Stalin. Oh my god. I was just thinking about that. I think you could have some really cool... About male strippers. <laughs> beer names. Well, when am I not? <laughs> but no... I, 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 Where's my labeler? <laughs> I think it'd be awesome to have uh, You did some not just make the bicycle based off of riding grammar. glasses wearing dare based kids, like the cool one in the room. Dictator no. beers? Dictator beers would be cool, too. Dictator beer series? Yes. That would be cool, too. Oh, too bad we're not brewers. Berlin, weigh in. <laughs> oh, Berlin is currently fermenting. I know. I'm so excited. I saw photos. Rhubarb beer. Rhubarb beer. So tune Four in. different styles. Yeah. So are you telling me we need to go to Harrisburg? Is that what you're saying? Yes. And rhubarb is red, right? So yes. it's like communism. Oh, can we name all four of them after different leaders? No, that's too easy. Oh. Because he already has a challenge. He needs a new one. He's almost finished the first challenge. We need to challenge him to do a dictator series. Sounds very imperial. I know. (laughs) (laughs) It was so evil. I like it. Strong. He says as he looks at his raisiny beer and... Uh Uh-oh. Can I just say the one beer name that I really like? Past Participle IPA. I just... I I don't know why. Perpetual IPA. Kind of Past participle. Does that agree? Or, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> Nora? <laughs> uh, is that a real thing, or did you just name Past that? participle? Yeah, that's a real grammar. I well, have no, no I idea know what, what a past participle is. Well, oh, I don't know what it I is. I knew in the eighth grade what a past participle yeah. is. Is there a real so, beer called past that's participle? That's what I meant. Oh, no, but I think I, that would be a great name No, I think that would be a great name for a beer. I can see that. But I like the dictator idea better. It's great. Oh. So passive voice is out, and we have to just stick <laughs> to the past participle. Yeah, exactly. Okay. I'm game of Thrones. <laughs> oh, I guess this is say. kind of the dictator series. <laughs> yeah, right. That's <laughs> yeah, true. Oh my God, you've gotten us beat. <laughs> that was fantastic. Go ahead. 
How are things? Good. Awesome. <laughs> oh, I'm going to take this moment to completely throw off our <laughs> throw Monkey off our rant. game because obviously you all are at the edge of your seats listening to us talk about grammar. But um, <laughs> dear listeners, please rate us on iTunes. Thanks so much. We want to be more awesome. Yes, more and awesomer? it helps, and it makes You're it so welcome, that we Nora. show up higher in the list, and that's always a positive thing because then more people listen to it. And more people think we're more awesomer. Yes. Not after hearing this one. <laughs> <laughs> right. I can see our, our worst review ever if, is If you liked be... our past ones, give this one a five anyhow. <laughs> and if you loved our past participles. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was terrible. That was so oh. bad. I apologize. Grammar humor is worse than regular grammar speak, isn't it? Mm, possibly. Though it's Mostly because not... most people don't understand it. <laughs> Who are you the don't... philosophers on the front of this bottle, actually? Um, now that you just lifted There's it up. just three dudes holding... I think they're like the same three dudes, but one of them is holding a fluty glass, one of them is holding a bottle, and one of them is holding like a, a frambois glass. Okay. By fluty glass, I meant tulip, really. Okay. So it's not like a man with a quill and a big, deep thought or something? No. So, Jason, would you like to use this moment to discuss the life of a philosophy major? No. What? <laughs> well, you were a philosophy major. We're drinking some three philosophers. Uh, what does that mean to you? It means a lot of writing. How does that make you feel? Ugh. It's, that's psychology. That's psychology. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was just trying to ask an open-ended question. So Ooh, philosophy I like, I like is, the sentence. Yeah, I want to hear the sentence more than my major <laughs> information. Pour slowly so as not to disturb the yeast sediment, but with enough vigor to create a luxurious head and release the rich bouquet. I have read that before. I wonder if that's on the side of most of their bottles. Check. Check. Yes. Yes, okay. <laughs> can, I, can I ref that? No. No. Parenthetical references. I never was very good with footnotes, so that's never going to be a thing for me. I love footnotes. Just because it makes your writing look longer. Oh, here's yes, a little. It does. Here's a little blurb about the Iron Throne beer: blonde ale with malty sweetness and a touch of fruity spiciness, noble hop aromas and notes of citrus, suitable to serve to kings or pretenders to the Iron Throne. <laughs> I got two things out of that. Number one, malty is like M A L T. M-A-L-T-Y, not M-U-L-T-I. So, multi. Multi? In the case of the beer. and That's like the difference between saying malt and many. Exactly. Well, that's what I was saying. Well, just because of the way... Anyway. Are you saying I didn't read clearly? No, I'm just saying multi-sweetness could be sweet in a a lot of different ways, or it could be sweet like malt is sweet. Sounds like you're just mispronouncing your vowels. Thanks. (laughs) Well, also, let's let's go over uh, collaborate versus corroborate. Type... Oh no, touchy subject! <laughs> Don't do this. I'm not going to trust you with my deep dark secrets ever again. Okay, and you noble... just told us about your bicycle glasses photo. Obviously, it wasn't a deep dark secret. It was just a, it was just a really bad couple years. Um, noble hop aromas. Noble hops are not. Um, Hops that sit on a throne, they are a type of hops. I'm not sure that that right, is... Right, like Noble Rot, like the yes, dogfish head, exactly. which is nice, like that one. Yeah. Ian usually prefers citrus hops, which begin with a C, if you have been hanging out here with us for a while. Like Centennial, like Citra. Cascade. Like Cascade. We're totally geeking out now. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the other, drunk. the other <laughs> em- em- embarrassing thing that I can't ever seem to say 
is confiscate. <laughs> Good job. Yes. You did it. I had to do it slowly. Okay. Well, I was like, where are you going? You're like, con, con what? There's only one N in confiscate. <laughs> so apparently for the first 10 years that Jason knew me, I said confiscate. Confiscate. Yeah. Oh. You never knew there was something wrong with that until you would like giggle silently in the corner <laughs> as I would say it. And so he coached me through that. And so I think we all have those little peccadillos where we just kind of mispronounce certain words. You know how on diners, drive-ins, and dives, uh, Guy Fieri always makes fun of people who say Worcestershire because they don't know how they're like Worcestershire because they're not sure how. Yeah. It, well, I, is he making fun of them or can he not say it? Because I feel like every time it comes up, he's always just like Worcestershire. It's like us in Schmerz. Worcestershire. Yeah. Well, that's me and collaborate versus corroborate. Good job. I just asked him. Collaborate is coming together, whereas corroborating is making sure that the information is true. I know the difference in what they mean, and I can write it. Well, that one it. supports the other. Right. You I know. cannot say it. So, corroborate. Cor- <laughs> that's I'm like, it's like corrugated. What, like cardboard? Yeah. <laughs> that's how I remember it. <laughs> that word, whenever I have to say it, which is apparently a little more often than I wish, apparently more often than the average bird, um, but I have to say that a lot. I say it like Worcestershire. I say it so fast. <laughs> yep. I'm like, corroborate. And usually just I say collaborate and try to just soften spells because it's spelled so similarly. Um, so Jason's new project is getting me to say that word right. I can't say the word C-H-A-F-F. Chaff? Chaff. Yes. Like separating the wheat from the chaff? Yes. What do you say? Chafe? Yes. Like not powdering before a long hike? Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Try it. I can't. It's just one of those things that I can never do right. Because every time it comes up, I'm like, wait, is it this one or that one? I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> You'd be like, bummer, you and your wheat castaway. Well, I had to say it for a play. I had to separate the wheat from the... <laughs> The wheat from and the I barley, kept, I kept apparently. messing it up. I kept saying the, the wrong, <laughs> the wheat from the the wrong one. Yeah, exactly. And they're like, no. And There's a lot of things I had to learn how to say for a play that I never knew what they meant. Je ne sais quoi, for instance. I didn't know what that meant. Chateau Neuf de Pop. I actually knew how to say that one. Mostly from the Beastie Boys. Wow. Double wow. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, I think we're going to wrap up. <laughs> and on that note, thank you for the Beastie Boy Grammar Podcast of Philosophical Oh, maybe those rooms. are the three philosophers. It's the Beastie Boys beer. I don't see it. No, they're philosophical. They're not country. I don't know them. One of them's dead. <laughs> oh, the Beastie worse. Boys? Really? One of them, yeah. He died recently. Cancer. Oh. Aww. Well, that's Young. a good note to end on. Rainbows, butterflies, unicorns, North Korean unicorns. Done. North Korea is awful. <laughs> Not right, getting folks. any better. Okay, so. Thanks for joining <laughs> rate us. Rate us on iTunes for your happy <laughs> thought for the day. Beer Mistress's Microbrew Review. Good luck. <laughs> uh, you can always follow us on Twitter. I'm at Beer Mistress. Dashing underscore rogue. <laughs> <laughs> it's the wheat from the what? Evil look. <laughs> Apparently the answer is evil look. Okay. Uh, we are always at facebook.com slash dashing rogue. And new things are always happening at dashingrogue.com. And uh, also pop on there, check out the beer reviews, and click on the one that is called Brigand. Brigand beer is a uh, delightful Belgian with Ian's face on it. 
So that's what I'm going to go do now. I'm going to go show Jason the picture of Ian's face on a beer. So. Or you could just look at me. Until next time, we're going to go to the DC Beer Festival, meet some Woot. friends, and drink a lot of beer, and uh, tell you all about it next week. We can't wait to enjoy your company. See you then. This is Shannon, your beer mistress. The professor. Lady y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Until next time. Thank you.